My name is Sarah Rose, and I believe women should live a rich life. You are listening to the Embodied Woman Podcast, where we ignite new levels of prosperity, pleasure, purpose, and passion so you can live turned on and in your power. It's time to make waves, Rebel. Hello, hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Embodied Woman podcast. I've got a guest for you today, and I'm so excited for you to hear from her. So we're just going to go dive right in. Hello, Miss Ashley Strong-Smith. How are you? Hi, I'm really good. I'm a little nasally right now between just getting over the flu and allergies, but I'm actually, today's the first day I feel so much like myself in like a week, and it feels so good. And before this, I went and laid. It's finally like warm enough here in the mountains. We had the longest winter. And so something I always do is like ground my either like I do a few things before having conversations with people. I either do like a silly dance to my favorite song or I go outside if it's sunny and I just like ground myself and I mm-hmm. lay and we have fake grass, but it's glorious. Yep. I lay in our grass and I just like talk to my guides and I just let the sun like nourish me. And so I'm just feeling really good. And I'm just, I'm really grateful. I saw you posted something earlier on Instagram today about the And I just want to reflect back to you. One of the things that I'm so grateful in this season of life is meeting women like you, like these other incredibly inspiring female entrepreneurs, just like really creating so much like empowerment and inspiration and just invitation for women to show up in their own lives. And I'm just like so grateful for just this connection and meeting you, however the internet world works and does in its way. Um, So I just want to say thank you. It's, it's. (sighs) It made me really grateful when I saw that post because it's just a reminder to like, we're all here to like uplift one another. Like, let's do this together. There's enough space. My phrase for this year is there's enough space for everyone and everything. And I just feel like I keep getting shown that time and time and time again. Yeah. Thank you for reflecting that back because I I just feel like it's, it's something that's so in integrity for me is just to share and promote and to give a stage and a voice to other women who are doing really beautiful and important things in this world. So yeah, thank you for that reflection. And I'm grateful too. Like it's so cool when you just meet other women who you vibe with and like the, the word that comes to mind is they're just open you know, like there's no other intention, but to truly just connect and allow it to go wherever it's meant to go. So yeah, thank you for being just such an open-hearted woman. And I'm really excited for our conversation. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Okay. So I want to kick us off with you sharing a little bit about your journey because you have your brand living courageously and This is something we vibed right away. We have different ways of saying it, but essentially it is living courageously. Um, So I want to know like what sparked you to create this, this business, this brand and to start living courageously yourself. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely love that. That's the start of this conversation. I mean, like all things in life, like it's layers. Um, And I think one of the biggest things I've been reflecting on this so much lately, just because I like, 
I've made a commitment to myself and I'll kind of go deeper into that a few years ago. And to, I've been in this place of just immense gratitude of like, not only have I honored that commitment to myself, but I've exceeded it. So I've been doing a lot of reflecting, but I'll give a like quick overview because it's been, to be honest with you. So I'm going to age myself. Um, so I turned 36 in a month. And why I'm sharing my age is because at 23, I had the biggest awareness and shift happen in my life. I was living out the shoulds, the supposed tos, the like, yay, you did it to the societal standards, like good job. And I was eating it up, you know, I was like, oh, I got a big girl job and oh my gosh, I got benefits and oh my gosh, I have my own office and oh my gosh, I got a cooler title and I was digging it up. And then there was a day where I was sitting at my desk and I always had, I'm a reggae girl. Like that's Mm -hmm. where I love that. Yeah. Reggae girl through and through. And so I always had headphones on when I was working. It was like how I stayed in my groove. And it was just like, I don't know if you hear voices or Mm -hmm. like your intuition is loud, but mine is so loud and all I could hear like the music it's like such a vivid memory but the music like soften and all I could hear was like Ashley are you just existing are you like actually living like what are you doing you know and at that time in my life as much as I would like to as much as I knew I was intentional I really was just existing I was going through and checking off the stuff that I thought I needed to do to obtain the standards that other people put on my life. And that the reason why I share that, that that was the foundation of literally how I've come to today and living courageously exist. And so huge shifts happened after that. I went to the big inquiry. The first thing that I did was I fulfilled a lifelong dream, which was to teach in Africa. I studied African history in college and I'd always knew I was meant to go teach in Africa. I didn't have a specific place. And through the research, I knew I wanted to teach in Tanzania. So I made that a reality. And then while there, I met this hunk of a South African man who's now my husband, (laughs) met him there, had no intention. I went there like from my soul and met the love of my life, literally like, re- like, like we were just, the universe was like, here you go. Here's your person. Yep. Um, and so it was the coolest thing. So I met him there and it was just a, a like snowball effect. I like came home and I got my yoga teacher certification because I really wanted to learn more about the human body and the experience and like the impact of yoga. And then I knew I wanted to live around the world. So I got my TEFL certification, which was to teach English as a foreign language. So from there, it was just a slew. I went back to South. Well, I went to South Africa, but fell even deeper in love with that man. Um, and then it started a three years of living in Costa Rica, living in South Africa, living back in Tanzania, teaching English, teaching yoga, like really figuring it out around the world while falling in love with a South African man and trying to figure out the immigration process to the United States. Cause oh. That is not an easy process. I've heard horror <laughs> stories. I, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Three and a half years to get him integrated here. It was a whole thing. Um, And so why I share those is it was every bit of those layers was me 
falling in love with myself, me discovering a different part of who I was, like me really giving myself the space and permission to explore what it meant to be me, like what it fully meant to live. I mean, for the embodied woman podcast, like to fully live this embodied life. And it just continued to snowball. So when I came home from all of my travels around the world and we are in the final stages of Dan, my husband's visa, I launched my photography business and I knew, I knew there was no going back to this nine to five. Like those days were gone. Like I was, I fully embraced the entrepreneur life and I started my photography business. I focused on weddings and couples and families, female entrepreneurs. I did a little bit of everything. Um, And so I spent quite a bit of time growing that business and it grew quite frankly, beyond like my definition of success, like everything I had hoped and wanted for my photography business, I'd exceeded, Mm -hmm. but then it brings me to, it brought me to the end of 2021. So in that time, my daughter was born and then we bought a house in the mountains. So we literally bought a house two hours away from where we were living, where our communities were, where our jobs were, up to 6,200 feet elevation. So having proper seasons and snow and the whole thing. Um, And at the end of 2021, I found myself like living a life that looked so much better than it felt. Mm. Like my life looked gorgeous on Instagram. I was photographing like the most incredible couples and like the most gorgeous locations. But like the truth was like I was gone all the time and I was not the wife I wanted to be. I was not the mother I wanted to be. Like I didn't have the space and time to just be. And so like, you know, what comes with like not having space and time to be, you become reactionary and you start going into these habitual patterns and that's what was happening. And I noticed it in my parenting and stuff that I promised myself. I mean, I love my mother and everything that she did to raise me. I was raised by a single mom till I was in high school and she did the best that she could, but there was stuff I promised myself I would not repeat in this generation. And I found myself right exactly where I told myself I wouldn't be. And so I literally at the end of 2021, I had this huge realization that my life looked so much better than it felt. And I promised myself that I would build a life that felt like better than any pictures could ever convey. And that's saying a lot because I live in the most picturesque, I mean, magical, (laughs) like, And so I'm in, I'm so grateful. I'm in the most supportive partnership. My husband is just like, sometimes I'm like, like you are the nicest man. And so I've ever met in my life, just so genuine, so kind and true. Like he loves his people. And so I'm very blessed, like through after immigration and all of that, my husband became a firefighter. And so he's got a like steady pandemic isn't going to mess with his job type of situation. Um, And so at the end of 2021, I asked a few things. I said, I'm going to take three months off because I just need to be, I need to be, it was our first winter up in the mountains. I'm like, I just want to see what this is like. I had a few commitments on my calendar with some of my photography clients. And I said, and please give me this year. Like, I just need the year because we had spent so much energy with his immigration and getting him hired as a firefighter. And then our daughter, I said, let me just have this year. And so that was all at the end of 2021. And so I spent um, 
2021 into 2022, taking three months off, just living my life and like loving my life. And then um, I made a decision in January of 2022. I hired my first ever proper like business coach for a year, um, which was a big decision for me because I had built my photography business and my entrepreneur, everything that I did, I built it myself without having, I mean, I've had all kinds of like spiritual teachers, but like without having a business coach. And so really connecting to courage coaching and living courageously was birthed through the process of working with my business coach. And more specifically, we were at one of the mass, the first mastermind of like in-person events. And it wasn't even my business coach. We were in her living room. It was the most divine like experience. It was literally like so special, but one of the women who was in the mastermind with me we were, um, we were masterminding. And so I was sharing what I was working on and she literally, (laughs) she looks at me and she's like, I call BS. And I like, and I look at her and like, it was done with like, obviously so much love because we were in this container together, but I look at her and I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, hold on. Like, what do you mean? And what was so beautiful is she saw something that was so deeply embedded in me that I didn't have the ability to communicate. And what I had shared the night before was a bit about what I just shared of how I've lived so many lifetimes. Like I've realized in the last decade, I have realized dream after dream after dream after dream. And she was like, you need to be supporting women. Like, cause I was like, what, like, what am I going to, am I going to teach photographers? Like, what am I going to do? I was in that phase. And she's like, you really need to explore and see how you can support women with like these transitions and these leaps. And I kid you not right after that masterminding ended and it was like wine and dinner time. And I'm like, what just happened? Like I <laughs> got rocked. And I'm the type of person that like morning is my jam. And so the next morning I set my alarm for super early, like hours before we had to meet. And I just free wrote everything that came to mind. And I had realized that everything that I have ever done that has made me who I am today, this like fully embodied woman, I I did through and with courage, without having any awareness that courage was the undercurrent and was present. Mm -hmm. And it just was so loud to me because I'm like, I never gave myself credit or acknowledgement or even like connected to this idea of courage. And had I, I mean, I mean, it would be so cool. I'm so happy with my life, where my life is, but like, had I, you just like never know Um, And so living, so courage coaching is like what I do that was born in May of actually May of last year. Um, And then shortly after I launched the living courageously podcast. And so that is everything through the lens of how to honor your definition of courage and what it looks like and how to live courageously. Mm, that's so beautiful. Thank you for thank you for sharing your story because I think there's so many bits and pieces that people can relate to, you know, like I know 
when you were 23 years old, I was 24 years old when I had that realization. And when you were saying like, you know, you know, those voices in your head, I was like, yes, I know those voices in my head. <laughs> um, you know, it was such a, um, I don't know if you're into Robin Sharma's work at all. He's mm -hmm. the 5am club, which if you're a morning person, you would okay. love. Okay. Um, but you know, he always refers to it as like the whispers of your soul. And that's, Yes. Like that's, that's how I refer to it. I was like, you know, it came to a point where those whispers of your soul become a scream and you can't ignore it any longer. And yes. that that's exactly uh, where I was at. And, and, and then also something that I really took away from your story is how you really reflect. And I think that every woman listening to this podcast right now needs to like reflect. Yeah. Because it's so easy to fall into the trap of like never doing, I'm not enough and I'm not doing enough. And why am I only here and not over there? And when you had that moment of like reflecting of like, wow, like look at everything I've created. I think that's just so powerful. So one, I just wanted to thank you for the reminder of taking the time to actually reflect on how far you've come, because even if it's not where you quote unquote want to be, yeah. you've still grown. And that's the journey, which is something super alive for you right now is yeah. yeah talking, talking about the journey versus the destination, um, which I'm curious, like, now that you have this like new understanding, or maybe it's not new, but remembrance of the understanding of the journey versus the destination, what are you looking forward to right now? Oh, I love that so much. What am I looking forward to? Okay. I feel like I want to back up just a little bit before I answer that. Yeah. Um, that is such a good question. No one has asked me that. I love that. So I... I love so deeply that you connected to the reflection piece because I think this is something I'm so passionate about and it brings me to like really honoring the journey and not just the destination, but like points are huge for me, like a quarter year check-in, mid-year check-in like three-fourths into the year check-in, like end of year check-in, beginning of year intention settings, like even smaller than that, like Monday's my favorite day. I mean, I love Mondays. I set my intentions for the week. I pull my cards. I like really like ground and just like reconnect with like where I'm going and why I'm sharing this is like an invitation to the listeners to create routines and rituals for them to slow down. I mean, that is another huge thing in my life right now. Slow down enough to like make things like bite-sized pieces, like we look at the picture, like the big picture. Yeah, it's massive. We've got big goals. I know the women listening to this have massive goals. And if you just focus on that one big goal, it's going to feel so unattainable. But like the more that you take that main goal and like break it down into small pieces, you can like celebrate and honor the small wins along the way that before you know it, a year or two years from now, you're, you've been living that goal and, or that dream without even like really realizing it. Yeah. So that's the power of like reflection. The other thing that I do, I have a practice. Um, it's from, oh my gosh. The Artist Way by Julia Cameron. Yep. 
So she's got a practice called the morning pages. And I kid you, I still have never finished her book, The Artist's Way, but I started reading it and I got to the point where she talks about morning pages. This was two years ago. And since then, morning pages are crucial in my like routine and in my life. Like whether I write two words or two pages, like every single morning, I mean, there are some that I don't do. I reflect of like anything that is present and that has helped so much and like really honoring the journey. And so I share both of those to invite the listeners in to like, let it be a part of your practice because it's so beautiful to celebrate these small wins because then then that's ammunition to like keep going. Yeah. I love that you, you brought up the whole, like, you know, yes, we have big goals and big dreams, but we don't do, we don't get them all in one day, get them done in one day. And I always say this quote to my clients and I have no idea where I learned it from. I know I didn't make it up, but I have no idea who to credit. Um, But it's, we don't do big things. We do small things on a daily basis that lead to big things. Yes. That is always just such a beautiful reminder, especially as entrepreneurs, when we get, we're managing overwhelm all the time. And when we can just like, yeah, like take a moment of reflection, focus on what's important right now, trust that it's leading to the bigger picture. That's the journey. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, and then to answer your question, what am I like most looking forward to, to be honest with you, like in this moment of life right now is one of the things that I've learned so deeply about myself in this phase of life is like, I'm, 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 I'm an extreme introvert in that, like I need so much space and time to fill back up my cup, but I thrive in community and in conversation and in connection. And I'm so deeply aware. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) If only you knew. Oh my goodness. That's my life. Love my South African husband. He's you can you can take a man out of South Africa, but you can't take the South African out of a man. <laughs> you can't take the South African out of a South African. It's so he, I love him so much. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite moment. Oh my gosh, that was so what happened, and I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh, of course he would do that right now. Um, so one of the things, truthfully, like. I thrive, even though I'm an introvert, I thrive in community and in conversation. And we, in buying this house, like it was one of our biggest dreams and one of our greatest intentions, but it was so much deeper than just us and like our nuclear family with our daughter. It really was like, every time I dreamed about this house, it was how do we have a space that is inspirational and motivational and just like peaceful for our people to come to. Mm, And we've spent, we've had our house for two years now and we have spent so much love and time and energy and money making this house like a home. And it's, there's still so much we want to do, but like being in a space right now with this spring weather being just so stunning, like it's pristine weather, like we're above the clouds. So like poor, like 
all of Southern California and by the beach is like getting May gray, like no one's business. And we're above the clouds. So it's literally sunny and like 65 every day. And the birds are chirping and the leaves are blowing and everything is green. And I just am so grateful to like have a space and like to invite people in this summer. Like last summer we were building out our yard and like, we didn't have any of it done. And now this summer, like we've got a full yard and my daughter has a tree house and a sandbox and a, a little swimming pool. And my husband built the most gorgeous redwood bar on our deck with like a hammock and chairs. And I'm just, we have some events happening just with our intimate people this summer that I'm really looking forward to. Like my daughter, one of the things specifically is my daughter was born two days before my birthday. So since she's been born, mama doesn't celebrate her birthday. Um, And this year I actually asked my husband if he would, he's a phenomenal chef. Um, I want to host a girlfriend day where Mm -hmm. my girlfriends come up. We have a hike and he makes dinner for all of us. And we like get dressed up and have dinner under the stars And I'm just the opportunity to be able to have a space to host people, to be able to like, let them reconnect to themselves and be inspired has just been one of the biggest dreams come true. And I just, it's like right now, I just, I finally have created space to like fully live again. Um, and, and to be in that just feels, it just feels so like refreshing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it almost is describing my, and my like theme for this year, which is abundant simplicity. Oh, I like that. And as you were talking, I was like, like, those are the things we get to look forward to, you know, like it doesn't always have to just be about your business or about your finances or career or, you know, it doesn't always have to be that. It can be if that's what's, you know, in super alive for you right now. But as a soon-to-be mom and as a mom who really didn't get have presence at the beginning of your, your baby's life and who chose to be present and to, who chose to break, break patterns, right, um, generational patterns, it's like that is what feels abundant for you. And there it's, it's simple, right? Like, Oh, like I'm going to have girlfriends over and I'm going to host people at my house. And, but it feels so abundant to you. And abundant. Yeah. And I just, I love that because I think it's so important when, when we ask ourselves, like, why do we want to build our businesses? Why do we want to make a lot of money? Why do we want to have a lot of success? And usually it's for moments like that. And we don't even realize it. Yeah. Well, and I think um, something that you had mentioned was like a huge place that I'm at right now is honoring the journey and not the destination. And although the destination has enabled me to get to where I am today, like I feel like for so long and I'm, I'm grateful, it's enabled a lot to happen, but for so long, I've focused on that end result. How many clients can I book? How much money can I book? Can I double my sessions? Can I double my income? Can I book? Like, you know, it was so much more numbers driven. And I know that that had a time and place. And I just feel so abundant. My word is like blessed to be in a position. And it's kind of crazy. I mean, I'm literally making 
compared to where I was at the end of 2021 to where I am now, I'm making less than half of what I was, but my life has never felt more rich. And it has been the most beautiful thing. I'm like, I have yet to like, I'm, I'm still, it like blows my mind. Like I even had a conversation this morning with my financial advisor. Cause I want to open a second, like short-term investment account. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, how am I able to have these conversations when I'm making so much less? But it's like, it's, it's just is, is testament to what you can do when you get your time and energy back, you can refocus instead of being on this like hamster wheel. And I was so grateful and I am so grateful for my clients and the people that believed in me along the way, but to be in this moment of such deep realization of like, it is so much more than the numbers is just, I feel like I've been given like another life. Yeah. Well, something that I had written down early and this is perfect because this is like, I was like, I want to go into this, but um, was, especially when you were at the end of, I think you said 2021, um, you really had to have a moment of like admitting to yourself what you actually wanted. And that can be a really challenging moment in life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so, scary. <laughs> yeah, it, it is scary. It's totally scary. I I am personally there right now of like, oh my gosh, I'm about to be a mom and I have no idea what life and business looks like after that. But I am in the process of admitting to myself what I actually want. And it is so different than what I thought I was going to want. So I'm curious what that process was like for you. And yeah, like just touching touching on that because I feel like that's such a huge part of the journey. Yeah, I I yeah, I hear that all so deeply. And um one of the things that I like feel in sharing is my inner voice, like I call it the heartbeat of my soul. She is so loud. And you said earlier, it's like it goes from being quiet to like screaming. And that is something I'm so grateful for that for over a decade now, I've been so embedded in personal growth and personal development and just like really living the most intentional, juicy life possible. And through that, I've gained so many tools and one of which has been like really strengthening my tool of tuning into my intuition And especially now through the work that I'm doing with my like coaching clients, as I feel like the deeper I tune into myself, the deeper I tune into my clients, like the more that voice just gets louder and louder. And so firstly, when I was making the decision, it really, this sounds a little weird to say, but like there really wasn't a decision to be made because the voice was so loud. Like I just knew, like, just like when I knew I needed to go to Tanzania, when I knew like everyone thought we were insane for moving up to the mountains. Like you don't know how to drive in snow. You don't have a car that can drive in snow. Like all the things, like there was just this deep, deep knowing that this is what I need to do. And so in the moment there was a deep, deep knowing, um, that this is what I needed to do. The other thing was what you kind of mentioned before and reflected back to me was like, it was immense period of reflection. Like I spent that time and space reading some of my favorite authors, 
having slow mornings, sipping coffee by the fire, sitting with my daughter, just playing with her for hours, not worrying about what I needed to do, like taking really long walks, like spending as much time in nature as possible. It was snowboarding season. And so going snowboarding as much as we possibly could, like it was doing these things that I had such deep interest in. And it's like, you know, it's like little breadcrumbs. It's like, I would go on a walk and get an idea. And then I would come inside and I would pick up the book that I was reading. And the next chapter that I hadn't read was like confirmation of that idea that I just had, or I was sitting with my daughter playing and she said something that like sparked an idea that made me reflect, or it was like, excuse me, it was these little nuggets that just keep kept leading me to the point where I knew that there was a part of my being that I had been shoving down for too long. Like I, I mean, I gave, and I still do photography and I absolutely love my photography clients and I gave them my all, but like I hid behind my photographs And when I was able through reflection, through being inspired, when I was finally able to admit that to myself, I'm I'm really big on questions. The, The deeper question that you ask, the like more honest answer needs to appear. And so I just got really inquisitive of like, if I didn't hide behind my photos, what would I do? Like, what would I share? Like if I wasn't afraid to share, I mean, the reason why my photography business was so successful was like all the stuff I did behind the scenes, my affirmations every single week, the books that I read, like my manifestations, the vision boards that I created, like the conversations that I had, like the like post-it notes and cards that I carried around in my pocket that I read constantly. Like, you know, like there was so much work that went in to my business being what it was. And I realized through all this inspiration that what was once the behind the scene and the undercurrent needed to be like the front of the house and like leading the ship. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know if that really answers, but it was a lot of little things. The biggest thing was I created space for spontaneity and for inspiration And inspiration breeds inspiration. And it just kept breeding inspiration until I was ready. The like very logistical part of the decision, which was hiring a business coach was I have very open conversations with the universe um, and I pull Oracle cards to get answers. And it was just a very loud every time I tapped into the universe and asked her like, very specifically, is this the person I'm supposed to work with for this amount of time, for this amount of money? It was always like, yes, yes, yes. I would pull my Oracle cards. It was like, take the next leap, take the next step. And so to make that decision, it was a big investment, but like, I just knew it was what I needed to catapult me to where I wanted to go and to give me the confidence to really shine the parts of me that I hid for so long. Yeah. Mm, I love that so much. And I particularly love, and I think that everyone needs to take this away. I'm like, put this on your takeaway list right here is the fact that you intentionally carved out space to be. And 
when was the last time we did that? You know, uh, besides Miss Ashley here, <laughs> when was the last time we did that? And and I'm not talking about just moments in the morning, right? Like I have my moments in the morning where that of my rituals and my, but like you took an intentional three months to just be and to do the things that you never really had the opportunity to do. And I think that's so, it, it's such a beautiful reminder for me because when I started my business, when I, well, not even when I started my business, when I first quit my job, that was my intention. I was like, I'm just going to go be for a little bit. I'm just going to go like do some soul searching, travel the world, like figure out what I actually want to be doing. Like, and it's though it's, it's those moments of the in-between where we actually find ourselves. Yes. So yeah, I just, anyone who needs the permission slip right now to take that time and space away from what you're doing to simply be and exist and, and discover yourself, like go, go do that. (laughs) You know, we deserve it. We work hard. (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree completely. And something that you just said, it's like that middle, like I'm so fascinated right now between the messy middle and the bridging of the gap and that like in between, but that is where the juiciness happens. That is where the growth and the discovery and the expansion happens is in that in-between phase. Yeah. It's that void that we resist so much. You know, I was in such a deep void over the summer of 2022, where I was like, I don't know what I want to do or who I want to be. And come to find out was because intuitively it was like, oh, you're about to get pregnant. So (laughs) get ready. Um, But, you know, it's like we resist it so much and we try to get out of it and we try to like figure it out and find a solution when it's like, what, what if you just leaned in and like, let the mystery of life surprise you and let that excite you versus yeah, trying to change it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I just came off of having the flu and I had what I thought, I thought I rested. And then it came back like three days later, stronger than before, because I didn't give myself that space to heal and to be. And so, so loudly today I went, um, I usually hike every morning before I start my like quote unquote work day. And I haven't, I don't have my full energy back to do my like actual hike. And so I stopped at my halfway point and just sat on a rock. And one of the biggest things that like was so loud was how important it is to slow down and to really like, I think for me, because I'm such a doer, I'm such an achiever. I have massive goals that I'm trying to obtain over here. And like, I'm very like small on the like graph compared to like where I am in reaching them. And I think what I thought was, I thought I was giving myself space and time to heal. And I was just, I was rushing it. And so like to give yourself space and time, like healing is just that thing. Like whatever that thing is for you, like don't rush it. Don't rush out of the ebb. Like don't rush out of the flow, like be with where you are and just like honor the like goodness that that is and what it's teaching you. Because I know from experience, I try to push out of it 
far too quickly. And then it like, you know, it's like, I always get such visuals, but it's like those slingshots where it's like you get catapulted ahead, but then you hit something and you come even further back than where you started. Yeah. And I feel like that is such an important piece of falling in love. I always say fall in love with the unfolding of your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just feel like that's such a huge piece of it because, yeah. you know, it's like you're not even in the moments of doubt, even in the moments of fear, even in the moments of resistance, like there's still there's still joy, there's still pleasure, there's still happiness, like there's something good inside of it. And I'll I'll never forget when I was in my like pretty big void era, um, I made myself a cup of tea and the tea that I drank had a little cute saying on it. And so I read it. And the day that I needed needed this quote, man, did it show up? Um, I believe it was by Anne Dickinson, but I could be wrong. Um, There is pleasure in the pathless woods. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'll surrender. I'll be yes. enjoying it, you know. And it's it's not easy, but like that is the uh of unfold of the unfolding yeah. of your journey. And yes, here's here's what I've come to understand too. And I tell this to every single one of my clients, and maybe you can resonate with this too. You always have to bring hindsight into your present moment. Mm. because I know for me, if I reflect back on my journey, yeah, I am so grateful for every single step that I took every single one of them, even the moments where I was, my heart was shattered on the floor and I had to put the pieces back together. Even in the moments where I was about to give up, like every single part I was, I'm just grateful for it. And so why can't we bring that hindsight of like, oh, I know I'm going to be grateful for this one day. Why can't we just live that way and be grateful for what we are in and whatever season and whatever part of our journey we're in right now? Yeah. 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 I feel that so deeply. I, I just did on Instagram, like fun facts you probably didn't know about me. And one of the things was gratitude is the undercurrent of my like our gratitude is my equilibrium is what I said, because it's so true. Like if you can look at things through the lens of gratitude, the subtle, like fleeting things become these monumental things. And it starts to shift your perspective of what you're actually, what and why you're actually doing all of this. Exactly. Ah, what a beautiful way to close out this conversation. But before we do, I would love for you to share where anyone listening can find you so that they can connect with you and learn more about what you do. Yeah, I would love that. Um, Two favorite places to hang out are Instagram. So it's at Ashley Strong Smith underscore. Um, I'm always on their stories, just showing my daily life and what it means to live courageously and all the adventures of here in the mountains. And then my other favorite place to hang out is on my podcast. It's called the living courageously podcast. A new episode releases every Tuesday and the episodes oscillate between solo episodes where I just share all things, living courageously tips, tricks, things that I'm to resources, things I'm doing in my own life. And then I interview just phenomenal women who are living their definition of courage. You can find that on all places you listen to podcasts. Beautiful. And I will link both of those in the show notes for you guys. So you can connect with Ashley. 
Um, thank you so much. This was such a <laughs> nourishing conversation and it just, yeah, it, it brought me back down to earth for a moment. So I, I appreciate you. And um, I know that the listeners got a lot of value out of it. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for the space and time. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with someone you love or share it on your Instagram and tag both Ashley and I. It means the world to me when you do that. Um, and if you enjoyed it and it impacted you in some way, leave a little comment below letting us know. Um, yeah, because we we love that feedback. So thank you all for listening. I love you and I will see you next episode. <laughs>